This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. Like any industry, there are plenty of stories within the real estate world about lawsuits, fraud, and scandalous behavior. Some of the latest headlines include the resignation of the president of the National Association of Realtors in the midst of a scandal, a huge class-action price-fixing lawsuit against RealPage and some of the nation's biggest landlords, and a real estate influencer in Philadelphia accused of swindling starry-eyed first-time real estate investors. I thought I'd dedicate this episode to these stories and a few others. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. NAR announced on Monday, August 28th, that the Trade Association's president, Kenny Parcell, would be relinquishing his post immediately. The news came two days after an article in the New York Times with details about complaints from current and former NAR employees. Among the complaints, that Parcell had engaged in unwanted touching and the sending of lewd photos and texts to some employees. When the Times reached out to Parcell, he denied any wrongdoing. Parcell was immediately replaced by Tracy Casper, who will serve the remainder of Parcell's one-year term, which ends in November. Casper wrote in a memo to NAR's 1.5 million members, quote, I'm incredibly sorry for what's led us here. We recognize there is a lot of concern, anger, and disappointment, and we want to acknowledge the people who have come forward and shared their stories, and those of you who have shared your perspective over the past few days, unquote. NAR's chief executive, Bob Goldberg, also apologized to the association's 350 full-time employees. He told them, we are committed to taking real action toward rebuilding trust with staff and addressing the concerns we heard. Casper's first day on the job as the incoming NAR president didn't go well. She was hit with an antitrust ruling against NAR that revived a lawsuit against NAR's policy on pocket listings. The legal dispute began in May of 2020, when private listing service Top Agent Network challenged NAR's policy to curb pocket listings under its clear cooperation policy. The lawsuit claims that NAR and two other realtor associations violated antitrust laws by requiring that brokers list properties on their MLS within one day of marketing a property. The decision to send the cast back to district court was based on a similar lawsuit against the pocket listing policy by the PLS.com, which is still in litigation. The TAN lawsuit now goes back to district court. A U.S. district court judge in Tennessee allowed a massive class-action antitrust lawsuit to proceed against RealPage and some of the nation's biggest multifamily players. Judge Waverly Crenshaw deferred a series of motions that would have dismissed the rent-fixing case against RealPage and large REITs like Essex Property Trust, Equity Residential, Camden Property Trust, and Mid-America Apartment Communities, among others. They face more than 30 lawsuits accusing them of using the RealPage platform and its Yieldstar rent-setting software to inflate rents. An attorney for the plaintiffs, Patrick Coughlin, told Law.com, this case is about an alleged agreement between rental competitors in the country who are using RealPage as a clearinghouse for their price-fixing conduct. The defendants have been given another shot at submitting motions to dismiss the case. The judge gave them a September 7th deadline to amend and refile their motions. A real estate influencer in the Philadelphia area known as Big Business is now facing big trouble with the law. According to some of his protégés, Greg Parker Jr. and his wife Danielle Nikki Morris Parker, 
created a Pied Piper-type atmosphere for first-time investors who wanted to live like the Parkers. They had private jets, fancy cars, a multi-million dollar mansion, and they shared their rags-to-riches story with 285,000 Instagram followers. The Parkers offered mentorship in the form of seminars and the opportunity to buy investment properties at below market prices. But some investors say they handed over the money, but that sales were going through and then phone calls weren't being returned. It sounds like a case that hasn't completely played out yet, but according to a Real Deal article, they were sued under the RICO Act, which stands for Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations. Two of the RICO laws have reportedly been settled, but two more have been put on hold due to a bankruptcy filing. And there's the possibility of further investigation. Miami real estate agent Daniela Rendon will spend three and a half years in prison for misusing COVID-19 federal relief funds. She'll also get three years of probation and will have to cough up $200,000 in restitution. She was indicted in February on several counts of money laundering, wire fraud, and identity theft. She pleaded guilty in April to one count of wire fraud. The other counts were dismissed. She had gotten almost $400,000 in forgivable PPP loans by providing false information about revenue, payroll, and tax liabilities on the application. And then she spent the money on things like a luxury apartment, designer shoes, a fancy car, and cosmetic procedures. She had initially said that everyone was doing it, but now says her words were a feeble attempt to rationalize her actions. She says she was motivated by insatiable greed and is committed to a lifelong quest for redemption. Well, that's it for our mini legal roundup for the real estate industry. If you'd like to learn more about real estate investing without breaking any laws, you can sign up at Real Wealth as a member. Membership's free and will give you full access to our website and resources, including property teams across the country who can help you build your real estate portfolio. You can also catch up on any episodes you missed and find links to our sources at newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks again for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.